0: Don Carlo, Double Dong, Stanton, that's right, Dong Chasers is off and running, and yes, I'm in a great mood because I'm in first place. Mike McClure, I've devised a scoring system that says that the score is currently Heath, 7,050, Mike, Adam, Scott, and Chris all tied for second with zero Dong Chasers points.
1: Uh, I'd like to see that scoring system, please.
0: Well, I'll send you a copy of the Excel spreadsheet, but it might take, it's a large file, so a lot of calculations go into that, a lot of really heavy math to make sure it's done exactly right. As a reminder, you can play Dong Chasers with us on Twitter, at me, at Heath Cummings SR, or Mike, at Mike5754, hashtag Dong Chasers. I've got my pick. I have honors. I am going to go with Chris Bryant against the very difficult matchup of Caleb Smith.
1: I like it. Uh, Caleb Smith does not project to be really an MLB level pitcher at this point. Uh, You know, obviously the ballpark he's playing in is nice and kind of helps him out a little, but I definitely agree with that pick there. I'm going to take Mike Trout. Uh, Part of that is because I'm kind of tilting that. I didn't just take Lucas Duda yesterday, who was in every lineup that I played instead of Mancini, who I only played in two. Uh, So I'm just going to take my obvious pick at the top of my board. That's Mike Trout.
0: Okay, so you've got Mike Trout. Um, Adam, our good friend, went with Ryan Braun. Not a bad pick at all against a pitcher that a lot of people haven't heard of. We're going to talk more about that pitcher in just a little bit. Scott White has chosen Ian Happ. We don't have Chris Towers' pick yet, but I'm going to tell you who Chris Towers should take. Incredible factoid here. Have you seen... JD Martinez's numbers last year against left-handed pitchers.
1: Yes, JD Martinez absolutely crushes left-handed pitching.
0: I mean he's, he's always crushed left-handed pitching. he has a 388 woba for his career against lefties and that's that's really incredible like I, I don't want to act like this is a new development that he's good against lefties. Last year it was just absolutely stupid. He had a 541 woba against lefties. Now, a, a good Woba, will say, Mike, is 340. Like, if you want to be above average, three 335, something like that. 541. His expected Woba, his ex-Woba, 639 against lefties. Had a
1: 94-mile-per-hour average exit velocity. That is just ridiculous. Uh, I don't know that it's sustainable, but we'll we'll see if it is. But sustainable or not, he's still one of the top five hitters in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching. So I definitely think that Chris Towers should take J.D. Martinez, and he probably will take J.D. Martinez today.
0: Let's jump right to the top stacks of the night, and I'm sure you have implied run totals there. I don't think there will be any disagreement this time over who number one and number two should be. Not the Chicago White Sox, unfortunately. But Houston Astros implied to score 5.2 runs, the Cubs at 5.1. This makes perfect sense. The Astros going up against Doug Pfister, who's just a very bad pitcher and the cubs against Caleb Smith who shouldn't even be a major league pitcher.
1: Yeah, no those two make a ton of sense. Uh the thing that I want to talk about and we'll, we'll get to it maybe a little bit more with Doug Fister is you say he's awful. He has been horrible against left-handed batters, but in terms of weighted on-base average allowed against righties, he's actually been very good, only about a 270 woba allowed, which is, puts him up there with one of the, as one of the better pitchers in the, you know, on this slate against right-handed batters. So that is something to caution about with the Astros today. What
0: makes it really interesting is that, like, if people stack the Astros, they're going to have probably an entirely right-handed stack.
1: Most likely. Uh, Yeah, I think that this is a spot where, you know, you're going to be looking uh, the public's going to be paying up for guys like Springer, Correa, Altuve, uh, when I think the data suggests that you should probably be looking at some of the cheaper left-handed bats from the Astros today. I,
0: we don't have a lot of lineups, obviously, at this point, but it doesn't matter quite as much because we have a pretty good idea, or at least we will later in the season. This time of year, there are certain managers that would like to get everyone involved the first week of the season, and then there are managers like the one in Philadelphia that just seem to be incompetent early in the season. So th- there could be some question marks about whether certain guys are playing or not. We'll kind of try to touch on that, but as always right before lock, you should go to sportsline.com. You should check out Mike's optimal lineup. We're going to give you good plays for the day. We're going to give you our favorite options. Those probably won't be different, but the lesser-known guys, the guys that are maybe just getting in a lineup because they're facing a righty or a lefty, that could be a little tricky this time of year.
1: Yeah, definitely going to want to go over to Sportsline and get the latest lineup there because, you know, there will certainly be situations that pop up, especially early in the year with the way the pricing is on the sites. Uh, there, there's going to be cheap outfielders that, that pop up and become good values. So definitely get over to Sportsline and get the last optimal lineup before lock.
0: If you're not stacking the Cubs with the Astros, I I'm going to go back to the same thing I said yesterday. It didn't work out at all yesterday, but I still think that lower half of the Brewers order, the cheap cheap Brewers against the Padres, are a possibility. I have a little reservation about that, and the reason is is that the Padres are throwing a guy that nobody in the majors has ever seen before.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, no one's ever seen him before. He, you know, look, it's a pretty decent place to pitch, you know, knowing that no one has ever seen you before as well. Uh, So I'm not in love with the Brewers today, but, you know, they're still a very talented lineup. He still isn't, you know, supposed to be an elite starting pitcher. Uh, So I I don't have any issue with the Brewers, but definitely not one of my top three stacks.
0: Let's just be clear, though. The the, the guy's name, we should probably say his name, Jordan Luchessi. He's going to be somewhat popular, I think, because he's so dirt cheap on both sites and he does allow you to put together maybe a Cubs and Astros stack. It's not that difficult. And he has been really good in the minor leagues. He's only thrown, what, 200 innings of professional baseball, 181 innings in the minor leagues. He struck out 10 batters per nine and only walked 1.8.
1: Yeah, no, the uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio there is very good. Uh, It'll be very interesting to see how that translates here at the actual major league level. Uh, You know, usually in AAA, it is still a pretty good indicator, so I would expect that that K rate will still be 8.5 to 9, which is pretty good there, knowing it's a good park. So I do agree with you. I think that people will take a shot on him in tournaments if it allows them to pay up for Cubs and Astros together in the same lineup.
0: Will you have any Jordan Lucchesi?
1: Um, I think it's a little too early to tell at this point. I need to see how the Astros actually construct their lineup today uh, with some of the cheaper guys, you know, really the left-handed bats where they put them in the lineup. Uh, I'm not going to rule it out, but I'm not saying that I'm absolutely going to be playing him.
0: Who is your favorite stack outside of the Astros and Cubs today?
1: Definitely going to be the Philadelphia Phillies for me. Uh, I think there's just a ton of value there. I think it's really kind of a cash game stack, to be honest with you. Uh, just the left-handed bats there against Fulte. Fulte's really struggled against lefties. Uh, in 69 innings last year, 375 woba allowed two left-handed batters, projecting really similar numbers for him again this year. Uh, so I'm going to be looking at guys like Carlos Santana, Nick Williams, Cesar Hernandez. Uh, they're all relatively cheap, especially Carlos Santana on FanDuel. Uh, I think that's a really good spot for those Phillies lefties.
0: They've got to get Odubel Herrera back in the lineup. That was ridiculous and disrespectful that he sat on opening day. He's mad about it. He's a BVP all star against Fulty, and he's going to crush
1: him today. He is going to crush it today. I love that. You know, we've got him projected to hit fifth in the lineup today. I think that's a really great spot for him there. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely on board. I'll be uh, I'll be stacking the Phillies today for sure.
0: Let's get right to BVP. Charlie Blackman has a 1478 OPS and 29 plate appearances with three dongs against fellow lefty Robbie Ray. Nolan Arenado, 1044 and 26 plate appearances with a dong against Ray. Mike Trout has faced Sean Maniah 15 times. He has two dongs and a 1782 OPS. And we mentioned Odubel Herrera. On the downside, Josh Donaldson, 35 plate appearances against Masahiro Tanaka and a 540 OPS. And then the Rangers against Dallas Keuchel, at least the left-handed ones and their catcher. I think people will be interested in playing Robinson Chirinos today because he has been so good against lefties, but Rugnet Odor, Delina Shields, Robinson Chirinos, Shinsu Chu all have an OPS below 600 with significant plate appearances against Dallas Keuchel.
1: Yeah, Keuchel has definitely owned this Texas Rangers lineup. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ready to say it's because BVP or if it's just because he's a very good pitcher. Um, you know, you little, love the BVP, Mike. I, I love the BVP. You know, I do. Um, the Josh Donaldson one's interesting, though. I do think that Donaldson, because of his price point on DraftKings, might be a popular cash game play over there just because people are going to be looking. You're going to see in that range. Marvin Gonzalez is there. But for 300 bucks more, you can get Josh Donaldson. Uh, I'm very interested to see what his ownership is going to look like today over there. I think I'd rather have Marwin. Yeah, I personally would rather have Marwin. I just I, I think that people look at those two names, seeing them so close. The you know they the thought is that Donaldson is a much better player, but you know especially with some of the uh, shoulder issues that Donaldson's having right now, I think I prefer Marwin straight up.
0: Okay, now it could, took us a while yesterday to get to our top hitters of the night. So let's just start off with that. As of right now, regardless of price, who are your top three projected hitters?
1: Uh, it's going to be Mike Trout. And Giancarlo Stanton, again, are the top two. And then number three for me, it's really close between Chris Bryant and George Springer.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think, I think I, like Bryant has an outstanding matchup against the Terrible. I'm kind of surprised JD Martinez is not on there. Is it just, do you have a little bit more faith? Like, we're going to talk about Blake Snell when we get to the cheaper starting pitchers. Are you a little bit scared of Blake Snell?
1: I wouldn't say that I'm a little bit scared of him. Like personally, I have no issue like plugging in JD Martinez. The issue for me is the park factor, and it you know the projection model does still give Blake Snell some respect. Uh, you know he falls in as a top five or six hitter, but he's clearly behind those three or four guys that I mentioned.
0: And then, do you have any big time values right now? The cheaper guys that we expect to be in the lineup tonight that you think is is it all just left handed Astros?
1: Uh, I think, I mean, it's left-handed Astros and Phillies for me. Uh, Carlos Santana, especially on FanDuel, is one of the better values in my projection model. Uh, I think that he's, in my opinion, close to a must-play at 3,200. You know, I think people are going to try to pay up for Paul Goldschmidt a little bit against the lefty here, but I'm going to be opting for the price savings. Um, And then another Philly, Nick Williams, 2,300. He's popping off as one of the better values. And then, of course, the... uh, the left-handed Astros are right in line. There is the best values on the slate.
0: And, and it's going to be interesting. The Phillies are going to be the one of the worst teams. We're, we're lucky that they are on the East coast. So we should always have their lineup. But I, like, I don't know that I expect Nick Williams to play tonight. I, I think that either he or Aaron Altair is going to sit out. Cause you think Reese Hoskins is going to be in the lineup. You can't imagine they bench O'Double two days in a row. So there's really only room for one of Altair or Nick Williams. Hopefully it's Williams.
1: Yeah. I think that Williams is going to get it, but you know, it's, really kind of hard to say at this point in the season, uh, especially with this Phillies teams and the management there. Uh, I think it makes sense that Nick Williams would get the start as yes. a left-handed batter. So that's my logic and reasoning for having him in in my projection model.
0: Speaking of left-handed outfielders, I absolutely love, and we talked about it already, Fister being so bad against lefties. Hey, give me some Josh Reddick at 2,900 on FanDuel.
1: Yeah, Josh Reddick at 2,900 on FanDuel makes a ton of sense. Uh, I'm very interested to see the ownership breakdown between Josh Reddick and Brett Gardner. Uh, Brett Gardner is another guy that's popping off very well for me. Uh, you know, Against Toronto and Aaron Sanchez, he's going to be leading off on the road, guaranteed that ninth inning at bat, just like the Astros are. The only difference is, is Reddick's probably going to be hitting seventh in this lineup, would be my guess. Uh, where do you think the ownership breakdown will be between those two guys today?
0: I would would assume that Gardner's going to be higher than Redick. Um, But I don't know for sure. Just because of batting order.
1: Right, yeah, I think it's only because of batting order. I mean, if you put them batting in the same spot, I clearly prefer Josh Reddick in this matchup. But I I think it's very close. I have a ton of interest in both guys.
0: And our our good friend Adam Azer would like you to know, uh, I'm not going to say it in his voice, but just high-pitched voice, Ryan Braun is $200 less than Carlos Santana, exclamation point.
1: Okay, thank you for that. Uh, I have no interest in playing Ryan Braun over Carlos Santana.
0: No interest in playing Ryan Braun over Carlos Santana. Ouch. Real quick weather update. Basically no weather to worry about for the night slate. The one piece of wind news that I saw and you may have some other weather factoids here, Mike, but the wind is projected to be blowing out 10 to 15 miles per hour in Atlanta where all those Phillies lefties will be.
1: Yes, that is uh, part of the reason why I like the Phillies so much uh, in the spot, especially Carlos Santana with that power that he's got. Uh, knowing that he's also a switch hitter, going to have the platoon advantage no matter what happens once is out of this game. So I, I definitely love the situation here for the Phillies.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think on DraftKings I would pay 4200 for Santana mostly because I really want to play Freddie Freeman at 4,500, but we'll get to first base in a little bit. Let's talk about the top pitchers. Let's stay on DraftKings for a moment. Dallas Keuchel is 11,800, 1,400 more than any other pitcher on the slate. There's no chance you're playing Dallas Keuchel tonight, is there?
1: Yeah, I don't see any way that you're playing him, especially on DraftKings. You know, on FanDuel, where you get one pitcher and you can do a lot more over there with some of the pricing, uh, I think it's fine. I think he's in a good spot. I, You know, we talked about he's kind of owned this Rangers lineup. But on DraftKings, I don't see any scenario that he's one of my starting pitchers.
0: And a lot of the starting pitchers are cheaper on FanDuel. Keiko being one of them, he's not even the most expensive pitcher on FanDuel. So, yeah, he's he's in play there. But I no interest at all on DraftKings. Alex Wood, $2,000 cheaper on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings. My main concern with Alex Wood is, I think you can kind of look at some of the projections of what this giants team has been against lefties and they're worthless because they've got Andrew McCutcheon. They've got Evan Longoria. Even Austin Jackson was really good against lefties. I think the giants might be a tough matchup for left-handed pitchers. And then Kyle Hendricks, $1,700 cheaper on FanDuel. I mean, gotta be the highest win probability for a starting pitcher. And he was awesome this spring.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, You know, talking about the Giants there, you know, they have added some bats that are have been pretty good against left handed pitching and they really don't project to strike out much. So I do agree that that's going to be a very difficult matchup really all season for upside with left handed pitching.
0: So this early in the afternoon, who is your favorite elite starting pitcher on the slate? And it can be a different one for FanDuel and DraftKings.
1: Uh, It's definitely it's the same guy for both sites. Uh, And I I think he's a must play on DraftKings. And that's going to be Robbie Ray. Uh, as we know in DFS baseball, strikeouts are king. Um, you know it's really the source of all of the upside here, and nobody has really been better than Robbie Ray in terms of K9. Uh, you look at him here, even you know at home last season, basically 12 strikeouts for nine innings. Uh, I, this projects is a pretty decent matchup for him. I know the park factor has always been a little scary. Uh, the Humidor is hopefully going to limit some of that park factor this season, but Robbie Ray is by far and away the number one pitcher for me and my model.
0: Mike, did you, like, obviously the model doesn't have a BVP factor. Charlie Blackman, going in our auto, just destroy him.
1: Yes, uh, Charlie Blackman, if he wants to continue with his left-handed bat against Robbie Ray in his 14.3 K9, let him do it, because it's definitely not going to be sustainable. So... uh,
0: We're calling Robbie Ray a must start over on DraftKings. I agree with you on DraftKings on FanDuel. I'm not sure that I'm going to play him on FanDuel. I expect Masahiro Tanaka's ownership to be extremely low. He had awful, awful luck last year. He's one of my favorite bounce back candidates. I'm not sure how good this Blue Jays lineup really is. I will have a chunk of Tanaka on both sites. And then I'm going to have quite a bit of Kyle Hendricks on FanDuel.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hendricks makes a lot of sense there on FanDuel. You know, the win probability is incredibly high for him. So I, I totally get that there. Um, and, you know, to be clear, I did say Robbie Ray. I like him both. You know, I like him on both sides. Definitely not a must play on FanDuel, but he right. is a must play on DraftKings where you get two pitchers. Okay,
0: let's look at the cheaper pitchers now. Ulysses chasin absolutely loves Petco park. Like he was on the Padres last year. He was nine and three with a sub 1.8 ERA at home. He left the Padres. I thought, okay, we're never going to talk about Ulysses Justin again. And all of a sudden his first start for the Brewers is that Petco against a Padres offense that what, just scored one run in 11 or 12 innings.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, this is a really good spot for him. It's nice that it's in a park that he's very familiar with. Uh, you know, obviously one of the best parks to pitch in. So I do think he makes a very nice tournament option uh, over there on FanDuel. And, you know, really you could use him on DraftKings too if you wanted. But uh, on FanDuel, I really like him there if you want to pay up for some of the guys like, you know, Bryant and Stanton and and some of those guys in the same lineup today.
0: Uh, Joey Lucchesi was awesome in the minor leagues. We already talked about that. The Brewers offense didn't look great. And they don't have a ton of lefty mashers other than Domingo Santana. And possibly Ryan Braun, who uh, we talked about just a little bit ago. Blake Snell, at his price on both sides, I think has enormous upside, but it terrifies me. I wouldn't tell somebody else to play Blake Snell. I would just tell them they could consider playing Blake Snell, but there's a possibility of a negative score.
1: Oh yeah, there's a big possibility of the negative score. Uh, you know, I look, Blake Snell does have a ton of upside, but you're going to be it's going to be difficult to convince me that Blake Snell's upside when you consider his downside is worth it over someone like Shasin, who we just talked about. Uh, I I strongly prefer Shasin today.
0: Strongly prefer Shasin. I think that makes sense. His win probability has to be great going up against the rookie. Let's get into the hitters. I've got some notes on a few of the positions. I did not find a lot that I liked at catcher though. So let's talk about the catcher position tonight on FanDuel. It doesn't really matter. We're playing Carlos Santana. We can play him in utility too. I think we're probably going to play him in that catcher first base spots. So let's just focus on catcher on DraftKings tonight. Wilson Contreras, awesome against lefties, going against Caleb Smith. If you're going cheap at starting pitcher, it'd be great to fit Contreras in, right?
1: Yeah, if you're going cheap, it would be, uh, I think that that would be the priority for sure at this point. Um,
0: we talked about how bad Doug Fister is against left handed bats. Brian McCann, 3,400 on DraftKings. Is he the second next best option?
1: Uh, Yeah, definitely for me. I think Brian McCann on DraftKings is where I will be heading. Um, Although I will say I could definitely see this being a decent spot for Gary Sanchez. Um, You know, obviously the price point is insane. But I think that if anyone's looking to pay up, they're probably going to pay for Wilson Contreras over him. Uh, So I do think that, you know, and then obviously having McCann at that lower price tag, I do think that Gary Sanchez will be under making him a good tournament play.
0: And then I'll just say it again. I, he did not pay off yesterday, but Manny Pena is still good against lefties going up against a pitcher that's never pitched in the major leagues. I think Manny Pena is still a good tournament option at $3,000 if you want to save a little bit more money off McCann.
1: Yeah, it'll, uh, you know, look, he won't be highly owned because of you know, the minor price difference from him to Brian McCann, but he has hit left handed pitching very well. And I do think he's someone you should consider, especially if you're going to try and get a couple of those extra. You know, if you're going to play Ryan Braun, for example. Uh, I would probably play them both in the same lineup.
0: Now, I know on DraftKings, you're, and this brings up a, a strategy point, I guess. Will you ever use a hitter against your starting pitcher?
1: Um, I think that it's, you know, on a slate like this, probably not, unless it's just an extreme value case where the pitcher's, you know, a nice value, the catcher or whoever, whatever position is, is minimum priced. Uh, you know, the only time that that really happens is if you're playing some of the, like the late or early slates when there's only three games to pick from, then it makes a lot more sense to do that. But with, with this number of games, I don't think that that's a viable strategy here.
0: The, the reason I bring it up, is, and I guess I'll just say if you, cause we're going to play multiple lineups, I, am not going to have Robbie Ray in every tournament lineup I play today. If you want to fade Robbie Ray in a few lineups, Chris Netta has absolutely crushed lefties, had a 9.67 OPS against lefties last
1: year. Uh, yeah, no, definitely a good one of those players at the catcher position that really crushes left-handed pitching uh, and, you know, not necessarily even with power too. just gets on base, does very, a lot of things very well there. So I, I don't hate that. Um, I won't do it in the same lineup, but I, I could definitely see having exposure to him today.
0: At first base, Freddie Freeman is probably my favorite option. I think both the first basemen in that game are excellent choices. Freeman, 465 X wobo last year against right-handed pitchers. And that's different, like. The the lefty versus right-handed pitcher sample size, we're usually talking about four four 450 plate appearances. When it's righties against lefties, maybe it's only 100 and you're like, it's a small sample size. That's a huge sample size.
1: No, that's a big sample size. He's definitely one of my favorite uh, first basemen. I think that I would prefer him on DraftKings, Carlos Santana on FanDuel.
0: Anybody cheaper at first base that you're liking today?
1: Um, you know, over on Fanduel, Marwin Gonzalez. Uh, you know, switch hitter, going to hit left-handed today. Have that platoon advantage. I think he makes a lot of sense. You can plug him in at catcher, first base, or utility. Uh, twenty-eight hundred dollars makes a lot of sense there. He's third base eligible on DraftKings. Um, other than that, that's really all I'm looking at. I'm very hyper focused there. Um, the only other guy that I'm playing that's more expensive is Paul Goldschmidt.
0: The problem I have with playing Marwin Gonzalez on FanDuel is I want Carlos, I, you talked me into Carlos Santana and I want a big chunk of that Philadelphia Atlanta game. And there is somebody I've already plugged into utility. You may have to talk me out of him when we get to the position, but I have Chris Bryant at third, third base. He's my dong chasers pick. And then Adrian Beltre at $3,000 with what he does against lefties. And I don't think anybody will own him against Keichel.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see anyone playing Adrian Beltre today. Um, I probably won't be, but I, I totally understand the plays you know, based on what he's done against left-handed pitching, gets to play at home. It's a pretty nice run-scoring environment, especially at this point in the season. Uh, but he's going to be very low-owned. You know, We're talking single-digit ownership for sure.
0: Marvin Gonzalez, 3,800 on DraftKings, where he is eligible at third base and in the outfield. At second, Javi Baez has Awesome numbers against left handed pitchers. But the thing that shocked me is he's priced like it. as the third most expensive second baseman on DraftKings, the second most expensive second baseman on FanDuel. You can play as at short as well, but he's still more expensive than everyone but Carlos Correa and Corey Seeger.
1: Yeah, no, I think that the price point is probably just a little too high. I mean, the only reason, the only way I would get there is if we just had. Some sort of value open up later with guys that are hitting top three in the order. Uh, But at this point, I don't I don't think I can pay that price for him. So where are you looking at shortstop tonight? Uh, Shortstop, I still strongly prefer Carlos Correa, even though I said that I only want the Astros lefties. Uh, I do think that this is a good spot for Carlos Correa. Uh, He's the guy that's still the number one shortstop in my projection model.
0: I don't think it'll be hard to fit Carlos Correa in on DraftKings at 4900. I mean, we've already we've kind of, t- I, I've already locked us into Robbie Ray and Ulysses Chausin at starting pitcher. We've got Brian Mechanic catcher, Freddie Freeman at first base. We've got plenty of cheap options at other positions. I wonder on FanDuel because I again, I want to play Chris Bryant tonight and I'd kind of like to play J.D. Martinez or Mike Trout as well. What do you think about J.P. Crawford left handed hitting shortstop for the Philadelphia Phillies?
1: Uh, I like Crawford a lot. Like you said, that you're not gonna have a hard time talking me into the left-handed Phillies uh today. So I do think that he is probably one of the better punt options at uh at shortstop. If you're not paying up for Carlos Correa, I would probably drop all the way down here or maybe look at Marcus Simeon for the A's leading off, but that's uh you know, that's kind of where I'm at there. I do think Crawford's the best value.
0: And Simeon, 2,900 going up against the lefty. He is better against lefties. He did have a uh, very nice outing in his first game, 21.9 fan duel points yesterday. So not a bad option there. Third base, do I, do I have to play somebody besides Chris Bryant?
1: Um, you know, the, the list is very short for me. After Chris Bryant, it's Alex Spregman. And, you know, I don't know that I want to play him because I, I like a lot of the other Astros a little, you know, quite a bit better. Um, I don't have a ton of interest in anyone else. I mean, Marwin Gonzalez, you know, when you get over to DraftKings, he's third base eligible. But Chris Bryant is pretty obviously the top play here at the position.
0: Yeah, I would much rather play Marwin in the outfield than I would at third base today on DraftKings just because I I so badly want to play Chris Bryant in the outfield. I I could see myself putting together an outfield that has two Astros and neither of them are George Springer. Marwin Gonzalez, 3,800, Josh Reddick, 3,500, he's 29 over on FanDuel. Are you gonna have quite a bit of both of those guys today?
1: Uh yeah. No, I will definitely be prioritizing them when I can. Um you know, I, I want to see the, the final lineup and kind of see exactly how everything is constructed for them, but I, I will definitely have exposure to both.
0: I'm going to assume that Marwan's hitting fifth and Redick is hitting seventh.
1: That that's definitely what I've got projected at this point. Um, you know, anything can kind of change. You know, they might it really just kind of depends, you know, what they're gonna do with Derek Fisher too. Gattis, McCann, um, you know, they could get a little creative there. So we'll we'll see what happens when they actually put the lineup out.
0: Are there any hitters or I have one question for you that we have a pitcher we didn't talk about, but any hitters we haven't talked about yet that you want to kind of get out there in people's names for the people that are playing multiple lineups today?
1: Um, not, not really. I mean, it's, you know, look, it's Astros, Cubs, Phillies, maybe the Yankees a little bit like those four teams, pretty much anyone with the platoon advantage. um, Anyone that's, you know, dirt cheap on any of those sites, they're fine punt plays on this slate. If it allows you to pay up for someone like Chris Bryant, Mike Trout, John Carlos Stanton. So that's really where you should be focused on this slate.
0: Okay. So here's where we're at with our fan duel lineup in just a second. A starting pitcher. We did not mention at all is Johnny Cueto. I, I, Remain convinced that Johnny Cueto had some blister problems last year, but he's probably going to be mostly fine this year. I expect him to be a bounce-back candidate. I think he's underpriced relative to what his upside is. He's 7,800 on FanDuel. That's less than Kyle Hendricks, less than David Price, who didn't even pitch most of last year, less than Tanaka, Keiko, Alex Wood, just a little bit more than Sean Manaya. That's way too cheap. But do we just have to avoid him because the Dodgers are so good against righties?
1: See, yeah, that's my issue. I think that, you know, while the price seems too cheap, uh, it's probably appropriate when you factor in how just how good the Dodgers are against right handed pitching and really what his true win probability looks like. Uh, That's the thing that we're not used to seeing with Cueto when we see his name there and see the price. We're like, wow, that's crazy. But then when you realize that, you know, he's only a 45 percent chance of winning a game right now in this spot. That's much different than the 60 to 70% win probability we're used to seeing from Johnny Cueto.
0: And just here is the 2017 expected WOBA for the top six in the Dodgers order against right-handed pitchers. 401, 439, 451, 403, 374, 383. That's
1: the new murderer's row. Yeah, no, that's pretty ridiculous. And, you know, looking at that, You know, we should maybe mention the the Dodgers as a stack here. I think the reason that we haven't is because we both respect what Johnny Cueto is able to do. And that's why his price stands out as being, you know, underpriced. Uh, But this is definitely a high variance situation. Like I could see if you're building a ton of lineups tonight, build yourself a Johnny Cueto lineup and then build yourself a Dodger stack because it could go either way in this game.
0: All right, let's take a look at the lineups now. I've left a couple of spots open. It's odd that its second base is available on both sites, but uh, and as always, Mike, you have override power. If you don't like something here, if you want me to change something, we'll we'll, we'll get it changed for you. But just let me know what you think. Robbie Ray, Yuliesh Chasin are our starting pitchers on DraftKings. We have Brian McCann at catcher, Freddie Freeman at first, Chris Bryant at third, Carlos Correa at short, Marwin Gonzalez and Josh Reddick in the outfield. We have forty six hundred remaining per player. We need a second baseman, and we need an outfielder. I think what it really comes down to is do you want to choose Trout or do you want to choose Altuve, and then we'll fill in the other position.
1: Uh, I think we should choose Mike Trout just because he's my, my dong chasers pick, so I think that that's where we need to go there. So that leaves us
0: $4,000
1: for a second
0: baseman. You can go with Cesar Hernandez at 3800 You could go with Addison Russell against a lefty at $3,900. Ozzie Albies is there. A fun fact, Odubel Herrera, for some reason— second base eligible on DraftKings today.
1: Yeah, I uh, I mean, I think that it's clearly for me, it's going to be Cesar Hernandez or Odubo Herrera. Um, kind of take your pick there. Obviously, make sure Herrera is in the lineup. Um, I mean, I, I think Hernandez is probably the better play. He's most likely going to be leading off in this spot. Uh, but that's definitely how I finish that lineup, and I, I like that lineup quite a bit here. Okay,
0: so the DraftKings lineup is Ray, Chassin, McCann, Freeman, Cesar Hernandez, Chris Bryant, Carlos Correa, Marwin Gonzalez, Josh Reddick, Mike Trout. That's a lot of Astros, but it's not too many Astros. We're, we're okay. So at, on FanDuel, I've plugged Kyle Hendricks at 8,200 in. Carlos Santana is our catcher slash first baseman, and he's played both those positions in the past. Chris Bryant at third, J.P. Crawford at short, J.D. Martinez, and Josh Reddick in the outfield. We've actually got three spots left. 3,267 remaining. Mike Trout is your Dong Chasers pick, and we can play him at 2,500 if we want to because Odubel Herrera on FanDuel is only 2,200. That would leave us 2,800 for a second baseman, which would allow us to play Cesar Hernandez again.
1: That's exactly what we should do. I, I like that lineup a lot, uh, getting Mike Trout in there with Chris Bryant, both of our Dong Chasers picks. And,
0: and J.D. James. Martinez.
1: And J.D. Martinez, yes.
0: So we've got Kyle Hendricks, Carlos Santana, Cesar Hernandez, Chris Bryant, JP Crawford, JD Martinez, Josh Reddick, Mike Trout and Odubel Herrera is the fan dual lineup. I'm really I'm I'm feeling that lineup quite a bit. Let's just hope Kyle Hendricks can carry over the spring training success. He found the strikeouts in the spring and really there's plenty of strikeouts to be found in Miami. Just intentionally walk Justin Bor every time and you can get through that lineup pretty easy as a right-handed pitcher. That's going to do it for our breakdown of the Friday MLB slate, but we're not done yet. We'll be back just a little bit later today with a breakdown of NBA.